0: Oh, good Saturday morning, everybody. Sorry I missed yesterday, got a little busy. But today's title is, We Are Many, We Are One, which goes along with boot camp day number 31. In Paul's letters, we find a pattern that he liked to use often. For the first few chapters, he teaches us good biblical theology. He tells us what we need to know about God and then the remainder of the book is often used to tell us how we need to live, and based on the theology that he's taught and the specific needs within each church. Ephesians is an excellent example, because in the first three chapters, he teaches us the marvelous truths about our salvation. We learn that he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, that we were chosen by him before the creation of the world, that he redeemed us through the death of Jesus and he sealed us with his Holy Spirit as our guarantee of our inheritance in heaven. We also learned that we used to be dead in our sins and transgressions and separated from God, but because of his immense love for us, he saved us by his grace and we become his children, and we are already spiritually seated with Christ in heaven. So having taught us all this incredibly important theology and spiritual truths, it's time to apply it. Notice with me carefully the words he chooses to write, beginning in Ephesians four, verse one. He says this, quote, Therefore, I, a prisoner for the Lord, Urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. His first admonition is telling us to live a life worthy of the calling to which we have been called. In other words, We need to be striving to live up to that purpose that God has for us. Or simply said, we need to live and walk in the way that Jesus would have us live and walk. Then he describes what that will look like. He says we should be displaying humility, gentleness, with patience, and bearing with one another in love. These are to be the attributes that we find in one another and in the church we attend. However, it seems like more and more rare that we find these things being demonstrated in the local churches of today. The emphasis is on being an acceptable place that can pull in new members who are Most likely, sheep being wooed away from another flock, instead of lost people finding Christ and entering a fellowship demonstrating humility, gentleness, and patience, where the members are bearing with one another in love and carefully guarding the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Saturday evening and Sunday morning church uh, seems more like it's a show, a production having a really, really good band and an entertaining speaker. Someone uh, with a good knowledge of the Bible and skilled as a stand-up comic would certainly be acceptable. These churches might show a good increase in attendance, but if they lost their purpose of unity for the outward appearance of seeming successful by the numbers through becoming an entertaining show. Paul' focus is not on being a place for good entertainment where people come in, are seated, participate in a worship service, hear an entertaining sermon, and leave feeling good only to return home to remove their everything-is-just-fine mask and feel alone. Church is to be a place where the many people become one. A place where those who have been separated from one another for six plus days come together to not only find a show with everyone pretending to be good. Truth be told, 60% of the men are addicted to porn and living isolated lives deep in their shame and a growing percentage of women are becoming addicted as well. We are many, but we're not united. We are the body of Christ, but that body has been dissected where many groups have separated from one another because they cannot get along or want to argue about theological positions. Each group thinking they're the ones in the right. And it's very hard to find humility, gentleness, and patience in the churches, at least in America. Paul's next focus is on the reality that spiritually we are all part of the same body. We are all one. He writes this, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all, through all, and in all. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. You know, seven times in that passage, Paul uses the word one. To be one means uh, there's togetherness with each one helping one another. We all have the same one Lord, we all share the same one saving faith. We all have received the one baptism of the Spirit, which is baptizing us into the body of Christ. And we all have one Father, who is the Father of all. And our one Father is, quote, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all, and in all. Do you ever think that the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit is in us. Anyway, I digress. Why do you think this is God's will for his people who are in his churches? Two reasons. The first being for us to demonstrate to the world that we are his disciples. We're disciples of Jesus because we love one another. Well, I think that image has been shot through and through for 2,020 years at least. The second is that whether we like it or not, we need each other. Our ability to isolate, cocoon in our homes, and become easy prey for our enemy to stab us with the knife of our lust and is able to keep stabbing us deeper and deeper because we remain isolated. And because we have moved away from the idea of the unity of the spirit and being a body of believers helping one another, that I believe is one of the reasons sexual brokenness is so common among believers today. We are many, but we also need to be one helping one another. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great weekend. Please be filled with and walking in the Spirit with the full armor of God on. God bless you, and we'll talk again on Monday. Take care and goodbye.